Welcome to the Human Being Unleashed podcast, where we redefine, realign, and reimagine what it means to be human so that you can live a life with the health, wealth, and relationships that are inherently yours. Oh, let me just say, do I have a freaking show for you guys today. So this man that I'm about to bring on this interview is quite simply one of the most interesting people I have met in a very long time. And I'm so freaking happy he lives in Austin. How amazing is that? If you're an entrepreneur and you're not in Austin, I'm sorry, but what the heck are you doing? Right? What are you doing? Anyways, after getting punched in the face, this guy decided After getting punched in the face as a kid, let me say, you know, as a kid getting punched in the face a couple of times, he decided that getting bigger and gaining muscle was his way out, right? So he started working out with his dad in the garage, and by fifth grade, how crazy is this? He had a membership at World's Gym. Insane. Now, by the time this man got into college, he already knew what he wanted to do. He studied nutrition and exercise and and its effects on health and performance, But he started to realize really quickly that it goes much, much deeper than just nutrition and working out and stuff like that. I mean, studying nutrition, studying exercise, and that really led him to the world of our emotions, consciousness, and belief systems. And ever since then, he's wore just about every hat under helping human beings thrive. And as you'll see throughout this interview, he knows exactly how to do that. His name is Brian Johnson, and he has worked alongside some of the world's top entrepreneurs, helping them truly optimize their life and thrive. Let me just say, I have never taken so much notes on an interview before. It is insane. So trust me, you will want to do the same. So kick back, relax, and get ready for your mind to be blown on just about every level, because this is truly redefining what it means to be human. One quick note before we dive in, let me just say, things got very personal on this podcast. Brian Johnson got me to do some very, he got me to open up very personally and, um, you know, like really open up and like I nearly almost cried on here. So you guys are about to hear some like super vulnerable and personal stuff, but you know how I am. I'm pretty raw with everything and ready to get, so I'm not trying to hide anything. So just keep that in mind too. So enjoy. I went to a internet um, internet marketing party the other day, which was basically a nice gathering and networking event for entrepreneurs here in Austin, Texas. If you're in Austin, Texas, you should definitely check this event out. Um, however, it's my first time going to this event. Oh, wow. And the third person that I run into, I talked to two people as soon as I walk in. And I believe I was walking to the side by the bar. And I think me and you bumped into each other. But I kind of bumped into this guy. And he turned around. I looked at him. And we just kind of sparked the conversation. And before we know it, we were talking for about 15 or 20 minutes. And within that conversation, I was like, this guy has to be on the podcast. So with that all being said, I am very glad we ran into each other. But you guys are going to be getting to know Brian Johnson just as much as I'm getting to know him today. So let's go ahead and let's start here, man. I was doing a little bit of research on you, looking into your name and looking into your website and some of the things you've done. 
And I saw, I don't know if the time is right currently, but take me back. I saw that you were 250 pounds at a time. And I, and I don't know if that was 10 years ago, a little bit more than 10 years ago. Wow. Okay. So if you can't see the video right now, he's showing me a picture of him. Was that, was that 10 years ago? 15. Well, that's when I was still here. That's right when I can't. Do I have full, I mean, full transparency? Dude, full, yeah. this is full transparency yeah, here. censored a lot and I, it's ridiculous as fuck. I got you, man. So, Say what you want. Um, so, yeah. So, this picture here, straight out of jail, 2005, six, maybe seven mm-hmm. months. I went in shit. I went in jail looking like I did on the left, kind of. Uh, but when I came out, it wasn't the case. So that took me about a year to get back into this kind of shape. And that's when I did a show when I was 30. Ended up winning first place in a physique show. And now and fast forward now, I'm 44. Uh, I'm close to being in better shape now than I was here. And we'll talk about it. And I don't do a third of what I used to. A lot of it's emotional work. You're going to find a lot of what I deal with. I wear all the hats under helping people thrive. So your podcast being human being unleashed is a very um conversation for me because that's really what I do. And that's kind of what I've done for myself with the grace of God, because I did my best to get out of here uh, a long time ago, about 12 different times. I was suicidal, had done crazy amounts of drugs. Like we'll talk about all that stuff. And I'm just, I'm going to be Brian. Cause I don't know how to be Frank. Right. Yeah, do. And, um, yeah. All I need. So, you know, I started doing this stuff when I was seven. So I've been in the health field for 38 years. I started working out with my dad when I was seven in the garage because I got punched in the face a few times and I was literally had an older brother who used to pick on me. So I had a real fear for life to get as big as, as big as I possibly could as fast as possible. So I was a consuming information person. I mean, I was watching Muscle Beach, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, VHS and Beta. That's might be before your time, huh? Um, just whatever I could get my hands on to learn about the body and how to make it grow and how to make it do things. That's what I did. So it started with the body wanting to get bigger because of your experiences of getting, like yeah, you said, get, punched in the face and stuff. Bullied. So I got a special love for bullies, which led me to a lot of other stuff like martial arts and boxing and Thai boxing and jujitsu and stuff like that too. So I don't like bullies. Um, and generally speaking, when bullies are bullies, it's because they also got bullied and they don't, you know, they don't have a way to express it or they, you know, it just kind of flows downhill, you know? Yeah. So I got tired of being on the bottom part of the hill. So I just did what I could to change my experience up. And in the fifth grade, I had a, a membership to uh, World's Gym where I worked out with my older brother. And then I did, I've just been in sports the whole time and all my life and still very active now. So where do you want to take it from there? Okay. So, okay. So ever since that's how it's been. Now, what I'm curious to learn about is whenever you started, it it sounds like it started with the body thing, but a little bit earlier, you were saying a lot of the work that you do is emotional. Can you tell me to the time? Can you take me back to the time of your life where you first started to realize there's something deeper going on than probably what I'm seeing, you know? Yeah, for sure. So, and if you see these cables on my head, I've got some technology going right now too. So we'll talk about it. Okay. Yeah. Here's the first thing. So I realized early in life, I was probably maybe in junior high at this point in time. And I remember walking through world's gym back where I used to live in Houston. And I remember thinking, I say, it doesn't make sense to me why human beings are breaking down as much as they are. 
there's got to be more going on than just our food, right? And I always knew early in life, even though I didn't know what or what was in in food, I've always been connected to God. I've been very spiritually in the game for a long time. And that's my really my number one value, God, growth, and, and just God and growth for sure. Well, well real quick, where did that um, value in that background come from? Was it like your upbringing? Was it your well, own yeah, kind I, of I adventure? In church and uh, my parents, I was going to church two, three times a week. So I have a very extensive background in just Bible and verses and all kinds of stuff. And then when I went to jail for seven months, that's all I did was read my Bible for six to 18 hours a day. I mean, I would go to bed at night and just wow. have really my mind was being renewed. You know, wow. So for me, the scripture has always been very powerful because I found it to be the truth. And I've seen it unfold knowing, you know, at 44, I knew early in life that we were living in Revelation's time. And I still am fully convicted of that with everything going on. So uh, the Bible for me is, is a backbone, it's a staple for me. And a, a lot of my information, like when you start getting into, like we'll talk about this today, we start getting into emotional tools and stuff like these. Mm -hmm. I'll give you a better image. Uh, I'll start walking you through this stuff, but basically everything I use is pretty much scripture related. That's not, I'm not a religious person. I'm a very spiritual person. There's a lot of different things out there and I'm just doing what I love to do and what I know works. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so So, go back to whenever you were the emotional stuff. So here's the emotional pieces. So early in life, I knew that something was up. Other than what we were being told, I just didn't know what, you know, I just had a deep void and a lack of understanding as to what it was yet. But God started to unfold these things to me over time. And finally, it just all kind of just clicked, right? So when I realized that emotions were involved in this was really after this, you know, after I came out of jail, 2006, maybe seven. So after I came out of jail, um, that's where I started to understand because once I came out of jail, once I got this kind of shape, I got yeah. back close to this again. So I've done this thing right here three different times. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's right. I read that on your website. Yeah. I read that you've done it three different times. Yep. Now here's the thing, because you can will yourself into shape. I mean, you can be accountable. You can do the work. You can go to the gym. You can get in great shape. But here's the deal. If your identity is not in alignment, and congruent with what you're choosing to hold state-wise, it ain't going to happen ever. When you say identity, what exactly do you mean by that? What you believe yourself to be subconsciously or unconsciously, meaning people often like, here's an idea. So when people often are thinking about getting an amazing shape, they get all these visions, which is great. But what they don't realize is that while they're having these visions and they're thinking, oh, man, I'm feeling great. This is being said to me, blah, blah, blah. They don't realize that they've got tightness in their body, which is emotional information that lets us know we're not in alignment with what we're thinking we are. That's a big difference. 93% of the equation is subconscious or feeling world. So if I have things going on that I'm thinking that's 7% of it. But if the 93% of me that is in opposition to this ain't going to happen, you can will yourself into shape, but you ain't going to stay there because you don't, uh. have the, you don't have the frequency or the container to hold that type of position, that type of 
relationship, that type of financial well-being, that type of okay. So it's not health. just health, because so so a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of people who listen to the show are entrepreneurs. So what I'm here, so are you saying the same thing? This is why people become successful and lose it, mm-hmm. become successful and lose it. It's because they still identity. Not- Mm. something in them is out of identity or out of alignment with what they're choosing to hold. This is why the phrase be, do, have. I get to be the person first that will naturally do the things and naturally have those outcomes. But if I don't know that, I don't know that. There's a reason why we're not taught anything about emotions in school. A reason. There's wow. a reason why we're not taught about money in school. Money is a value thing. When someone's having money challenges, that's a value thing. Being able to provide value in exchange for money is just an energetic exchange, right? But, or, and if someone is out of alignment with identity, meaning self worth stuff, it's going to be a perpetuating thing, you know? So a lot of times over the years when I was suicidal, A lot of it was I didn't love myself, but I didn't know. Okay, so check this out. This is where emotions really start to kind of come into the game for me. And this was probably seven or eight years ago, maybe. Okay. Because I've been doing body language stuff for about seven years now. When I first interacted with my one of my body language coaches uh, here in Austin, Texas, it was profound because we're in class. There's about 30 of us, right? And we're sitting in a circle and there's a lady talk sitting in a chair next to me. Everyone is quiet. Her and my coach are exchanging, having conversation and we're listening in class. So my arm is on the back of her chair. And while they're talking, I'm scratching the bejesus out of my arm. I had whelps on it at that point in time. And I was like, something's up. I don't know what, but something's up. And why so, am I scratching my arm like that? I mustered up the courage to go on the recess and talk to my coach and say, hey, Bob, you know, what does such and such and such such mean? Four words out of my mouth. Brian, how long have you had a death wish? What? I'm not even mad. How did you know that? He says, hold on to that. Here's what he picked up. And I'll take this to the grave. In my personal and professional experience of 38 years of serving well over 100,000 people at this point, this ain't one of these. Like, look, here's what I found. If it works for you, use it, test it. Don't take my word for it. In my experience and opinion, language and body language are the fastest two ways to upgrade or downgrade your life. Because our spirit, our higher self, is communicating to us and through us all day, even since we were babies. Every time you're or have a pain, or an issue, or a skin rash, or a broken bone, all of it is code. All of it. Nothing happens by coincidence. When you're walking down the hall and you slam your foot into the door, why is it your pinky toe versus your big toe? Because it's code. And if you don't pick up the code, you're going to get yourself some injuries or disease because that's just the byproduct of not listening to what your spirit or your higher self is communicating to you and through you using your body like the dashboard of your car. When a light goes off to put air in your tire, put air in your tire, right? Light goes off to service the engine. Most people will service the engine. Although a lot of people will try to pull the fuse out, metaphorically speaking, or put a Band-Aid over it, 
so they don't have to pay attention to the thing, but the thing doesn't go away. It's still there. Feelings buried alive never die. So this mm. is why I love body language so much, because thank God when I was doing it, man, I probably got a good 30,000 hours in the nutrition stuff. Like I used to work with people with cancer and Parkinson's and AIDS and a lot of times still do because I have those skill sets to help them out nutritionally. But understand that's a small part of the equation because if you don't get to the root of the issue as to why the thing showed up in the first place, it doesn't really make any difference. You're putting a Band-Aid over something that hasn't been fundamentally restored on a baseline level. Does that make sense? It makes so so it makes perfect sense. So basically what you're saying is everything that we deal with on a body in a feeling level is a byproduct of uh, or everything that we experience on a body level is a byproduct of a feeling that we're either processing or not processing. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes, and you can also understand it from being able to get facts because body language is facts. I was about to say, so let, let's talk about this real quick. Before we keep going on this body language thing, which I'm really intrigued by, what is body language exactly in your words? So here's some interesting statistics for you from my data nerds. This is an NLP statistic, okay? Okay. Language accounts for 7% of our communication only. <laughs> Tonality is 38 Meaning it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Tonalities, inflections, and you know all that stuff, which I'll help you out with today while we're on a call. Last one, 55% is body language or other than verbal communication. Shoulders elevated, posture positions, pains, scratches, itches, all of it's code, okay? So body language technically can be accounted for about 93% of communication. Only 7% comes from words. So if you don't know it, it's costing you because it's being used against you in a lot of ways. And I'll share some tools with you today. And I have three different coaches. So one super deep military, like three or four or five years, sometimes it takes me to get a hold of my coach because he's off doing his thing. So this guy gets called oh, wow. interrogations for terrorists and key presidents from getting assassinated. So some really deep information that's profound. Uh, and then my other coach is from a totally different discipline, and it is profound. Like, bro, I have never, ever seen it not work, ever, at uncovering a situation, ever. I'll go on TikTok or do live videos and ask people, hey, what, what challenges are you having? And people will say, oh, my knee issue or my foot issue. Every time, once I give them the code, oh, my God, that makes sense. I know. It's crazy. Back to my comment. After I had a good 30,000 hours of nutrition, that's when body language came across my path. And thank God it did then, because if I would have gotten that information before I had all that time into nutrition, because I was alive and set versus dead set on food and nutrition being the gateway to helping people thrive, which it is, you can make a massive difference on putting good nutrients in someone's body to raise the frequency. So that will allow them to be acquainted or in a container that will allow the other new information to come in. So uh, for all intents and purposes, nutrition is a fundamental framework that almost every human that has a brain can understand and relate to thinking, yeah, I can see where my food will make a difference. This oh, is yeah. The Western medicine system is so flawed. Any system that doesn't take into account emotions or food is a waste of time. Unless you're going to get a heart transplant or get your bone set or something like that, I would never, ever. Like, I haven't had insurance in 10 years, 15 years. 
my health insurance is me taking care of myself. People oh, I love that so much. Fucking ridiculous. That's like having health insurance. Now understand this. Nothing just shows up. You're creating it. When I created car wrecks, it wasn't because I was driving down the road going, I hope we get a car wreck, hope we get a car wreck, hope we get a car wreck. No, but I was driving down the road being pissed off, frustrated, angry, and had a slight bit of hatred towards something going on in my relationship that I didn't tune up and didn't shift. Mm. And I had been so in it for multiple days that I created a car wreck because how I was feeling very important. 93% how I was feeling was creating more things that gave me more of those feelings. The more intense your feeling is, the faster those things will show up. And it can go uh. on both sides of the spectrum. It could go on negative side. It could also go on positive side. So the key is, is understanding accurately and authentically who you are being at any point in time. Because if you don't know who you're being, well, when's now a good time to figure it out? No one's going to be able to tell you, but if you know you're off, but you don't know how to get back in the game, this is what I do. I help people with the tools and the understandings to understand how to move forward effectively because of you understand what your body is communicating to you. Well, just understand this and just test it. Don't take my word for it. When you have something going on, always pay attention to your body, not what you're thinking. Yeah, you can pay attention to it, but I don't trust what I'm thinking all the time because my ego is in there doing its thing. My body is my spirit. It's my highest self. Your it's my, my spirit. where my God in me is communicating to me and through me. And when I can understand that information, I can use those codes and I can make a new choice with a new language shift and my body will take a deep breath or my right foot may move forward, which means I'm moving forward. Or I may scratch the right side of my nose, which is I will, or left side, which is I can. Or I might do an eyebrow graze, which means I'm seeing differently. All this code's going on. Like right there, you're just doing that. That's code. We're in communion. Hmm. This stuff is going on all the time. All the huh. time. So back huh. to my experience with my coach, when we were doing this, and I was scratching my arm. Yeah, how, yeah. How did he pick up? I had a death wish. Language is code. Remember that our subconscious is 100% literal. What does that mean? That means that what I say, my subconscious says, thank you, sir. Okay. Even if it's not from you and you don't have critical faculty filters to shut that stuff off, 100% you'll pick it up. Ah, oh, okay. so like, like, like a little kid who doesn't critically think 100%. for themselves. You need code. You need cancel clear. You need delete. You need subconscious. Don't take any negative information in. Thank you. You need understanding on how to rewire yourself because from 30 to 44, that's all I've been doing is ditching everything I thought to be true for all the shit that we got programmed with and completely learning brand new, just being okay with not knowing anything and starting fresh. Huh? I have a quick question for you because you said something that was interesting. You said if you're, you can understand your body and the codes it's giving you, you can use your language to shift it. So what you're saying is the language is what we can use to shift our code or to recode whatever we're currently experiencing is what you're saying. Okay, so for example, guys, this was something that he, Brian, I'm going to pull up, I'm going to bring up what happened with me and you at the, um, at the event. I was saying, we were talking about New York and I said something and during that sentence, I stuttered twice. 
And Brian goes, are you open-minded? I was like, yes. He goes, okay, you just stuttered twice, which probably means, and then you told me that you told me, so, so just, can you bring up, yeah, yeah, you saw me. That's what it means. And I'll walk you through the code. Uh, okay. I'm going to this with you really quick because you need to have this step to get to the next one. Okay. Okay. I work All right. in layers when I'm working with people. Okay. But everybody that I work with is specific to high level entrepreneurs and business owners and they're all starting at different places, although there are fundamental principles that you can always format and layer into someone's being, right? I work off principles and data. Like when I'm working with people nutritionally, tracking blood sugar and tracking body fat. That way we have data to understand the facts of what's going on underneath the hood. That way we can get out of the realm of theories and opinions and say, okay, what's the data say? And then we can use it to tweak. So here's what happened. When my coach asked me how long have you had a death wish, how did he pick that up? Here's how I picked it up. He, yes, on the scratch, but more so the language. Here's what I said. I said, I don't want to be scratching my arm like that. Subconscious, 100% literal. I don't want to be on planet Earth is what I was saying to the skilled listener. Now, think about that. And I'm going to give you some examples. Television. Tell a vision. It's a double meaning. Our whole language is double meanings. That's the problem. We're perpetuating more of our stuff because we're unconscious about what we're saying and what it truly means. We're just following everything we've been taught, which is the programming piece. And all of it, honestly, is shit. Shit. I don't have a better word for it other than shit. Maybe capital S-H-I-T. It's all crap. It's perpetuating us human beings, God's vested image and creation kept as slaves because we're unconsciously willing ourselves into it by what we're speaking. So mm. when you can understand what the words mean, well, think about, here's a couple of examples. You don't think I'm just pulling inside of my ass. We have weekends and we have weekdays. Why is it called a weekend and a weekday? We'll find out. Maybe it's coincidence. Maybe. Let's see. So then we also have something called earning a living. Right. What's kept in an urn? <sighs> Ashes of a dead person, one might wow. say. Maybe it's a coincidence. Let's see. We also have this thing called when someone's awake, meaning they're conscious or they're present. But what's kept at awake? Funeral for a dead person. Right. Maybe mm. it's coincidence. Let's see. So then we have this thing called a job, which is an undertaking, which is a Hebrew word for persecution. What is another one? So we have weekends. We have awake uh, television. We talked about it's a broadcast spelling, casting spells. Same thing. Language. I've, I've heard of that one. Spells. Okay. This is why. And I can teach you all this stuff, but this is why in seconds I can understand where someone's operating at by very simply how and what they're communicating and what they're even talking about. Like, I don't do sports. I don't do the news. I'm not against those things. I've just conditioned myself out of them because a lot of times it's a waste of time. And most of the time it's bullshit, right? It's a distraction from you understanding what we're talking about. Think about that. Why do you think there's so much stuff going on, on our planet? It's a distraction to keep people stuck screwed and completely unaware of it while they just lace up the rest of our system this is why there's such an uproar on the planet because people are 
becoming conscious, not awake. Conscious. We're not at a funeral for a dead person, okay? Uh-huh. So, so conscious as opposed to awake is what is, okay. Super conscious is what I prefer. That's what God there puts you go. I also prefer that too. Yeah, right? So the whole language, there's another one too I choose to remember. It. But the language thing is a really big deal. Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be here on the planet. Here's the thing, like way ever do some work together at some point. Often, most of the time when I'm communicating with people, I'm generally out walking around. So I'm listening for tonality shifts so I can tell whether someone's in alignment or they're not. I'm listening to stutters. I'm listening to the code being spoken so I understand who they're being. Not from a judgment mm-hmm. level, but from aware of, hey, here's where you're off your mark level. And then I can get them to understand that by what they're feeling, make a shift in language and watch what their body does. Your body's going to respond instantaneously. Question is, what's it going to do? Is it going to say, okay, I'm in alignment. I'm cohesive and coherent. Or am I in opposition? If you have pains, disease, stuff going on, period. Period. Now, wherever it shows up at, we can figure that piece out. But you need to understand that basically, if anything's out of alignment and you're not in harmony in your business, your health, your relationships, your business, your career, whatever the hat is if you're out of harmony you need to pay attention because you can still be in peace and in harmony in the midst of chaos it takes work but you can the question is how do i do that how can i recognize what i'm not in yeah, i was just about to ask that's what we're going to talk about now and i'm going to scratch my nose a lot you'll hear me so let's just do this really quick because every time i'm teaching it just happens so here we go all right man. All right. so when i'm doing this i will i can i will i can that's I will, I can. Now, depending upon where you scratch your hand at, bottom side, this is about you. Top side, this is about other male figures or masculine figures because it could be a female that's in their masculine energy. Oh. Very important nuance because one day I was working with a couple of clients. I'm like, what the fuck is not working? Because it was a female that was acting in their masculine, not a male figure. So it wasn't. Oh. See what I'm saying? Yep. Very important. So you have feminine figure, which could be a male in their feminine. The energy, yeah. Yeah. And you'll know. You'll know by, you'll know, right? Your body knows. So that piece right there is a big deal. Um, give me a, I had a brain fart. Give me a jog for a second. We were just talking about something. We're talking just, about, we're talking about how we can actually uh, learn yeah. where yeah. we're at. Yep. So here, and here's the thing. If you choose to dive deeper, we got a book called Think Great, Lose Weight on Amazon. There's a t- plethora of information in there. Okay. Uh, great. Think Great, of- Lose Weight. We'll put Think that in the show notes. Weight. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff. I mean, I've got my own AM and PM, all natural plant-based products and stuff too. So if you choose any of that, I've got lots of ways to help you out. Here's the next one. This is the skill set that I use the most. I don't care what someone's calling me for. Pains, medications, disease. Uh, being a high-level entrepreneur, self-mastery, being a better dad, doesn't matter. You need these skill sets I'm about to talk about because if you don't have them, you're being impacted. I'm just leave it at that. Okay, well, here's what I say. So a question today is we ask is, okay, well, how can I tell what is up when I'm off? Because today I got triggered this morning. It took me about an hour and a half, and I was really triggered. Like, I want to punch people in the mouth. So it took me about an hour and a half to get back to calm and get back to neutral to where I could at least make a difference today and help people out. Because when I get like that, I don't want to be around people. Right. So a lot of it had to do with the old COVID shenanigans. I get to pay 139 bucks for a fucking test to go to a work event. 
to go to an event. And I'm like, oh, that's such bullshit. I know. I know, bro. Everybody's eating a fucking sandwich on that. I get really irritated about that shit. That's just a thing. So let's do this. I might have to show you quickly how this works, okay? Because okay. I already have Titus in my throat. I feel it. And I have it in my chest. So what does that mean? This is what we're about to talk about. Because look, your body's constantly talking to you, okay? And it's going to tell you in seconds if you have the ability to feel. A lot of people have gone unconscious about that because they don't want to feel. First thing you get to do is say to yourself, I give myself permission to feel my feelings and it's okay. That opens the doorway so that you actually can feel. Here's an example. Let's say I'm talking to a client and they stuttered three times. So I say, all right, it's a free stutter. Check your throat, check your solar plexus. You got any tightness? Nope, nope. That means they're unconscious. Here's why. You're oh. never gonna you're never gonna stutter unless you have something up. The stutter is your spirit's last opportunity to get you to pay attention. That's why the wow. stutter yeah. Wait, say that one more time. You said you're never going to stutter. and Never something... going to stutter unless you have something going on. Wow. Emotionally. Okay. So since we're talking about three, and I'll show you this right here, and I'll give you this chart too. Just use my text message service. We'll put it in there. But okay. this chart right here is okay. a product I created called Abra. Can you get a good limit? I'll show I can, you. I can see it. Yeah. Okay. And I'll, I'll text this to you if you choose me. But yeah, this I'll, put, I'll put all the information in the show notes so everybody can get access to this. It just Yeah. Use my text message service. That's the easiest. Don't email me. You'll never get a response from me. <laughs> got so it. This, got it. This right here is a golden tool. It's a billion dollar tool, man, because here's why. Let me get a little closer where you can see. Okay. So we'll look on this side over here first, and then I'll adjust the glare off this. Okay. All right. So this right here is a body. And this is universal from my experience, which means if you're a human, this is possible for you to be 100% accurate, okay? Mm. Starting at the top, if you have tightness in your throat, that's sorrow or sadness or grief, okay? That's a three. That's why I said if someone stutters three times, I get them to check in and they're not tight and they're not tight and they don't feel it, that means they're unconscious. Mm, it's happening, get, but they're just not conscious of the feeling. They're cut off from their body, which is their genius. Okay? So then that's when they go to, I give myself the feelings to feel. I give myself, I give myself permission to, to feel, feel my feelings. My feelings and, and it's, it's okay. okay. And when they it. do that, I get them to check back in. Like, oh, wow, I do got tightness in my throat and my chest. That's just uh -huh. where. Now, remember, the word becomes flesh. I'll give you, remind, put this in our little notes, come back and, and tell you a story about apathy. All right, and all right. Just, just put apathy in the gym. Okay. Word becomes flesh is very important because that's the truth. Okay. This is why language is such a big deal. If you want to upgrade your life, cancel that. If you choose to upgrade your life, doing language is going to be huge. And I have all the resources you need to thrive. So that's what I do. Right. So back to this piece. Okay. This little chart right here is what I use in a split second or what I'm coaching clients with so they can get clear on exactly what's present, not what they think is active, mm. what is active. There's, there's your difference. body telling you. Right, because there's a lot of times when people are like, oh, well, I'm angry. And well, is your back tight? They're like, nope. As well, you got tightness in your throat or your chest? Yeah, I got it in my throat. So you don't have anger active. You have sorrow active about being rejected that then went into anger. Like, mm. oh. That's important oh, the data. because if you're not on the original catalyst or experience, you're off your mark. You're going to do the work on it. And that's not where the work needs to be done. 
But if you were feeling what was going on, you would know that authentically and accurately. That's mm. the difference. We're not mentally masturbating here. We're getting clear. On, okay, what's my what's my body telling me? What am I feeling? That's what, and I often, even though I know what I know, I still get to remind myself. I give myself permission to feel my feelings, and it's okay to get mm. my little three-year-old self in the game, to stay in the game. Because look, a lot of times people don't talk enough about this, but next to God, I think your inner child's your most important relationship. Because I was just about to ask, why did you say three-year-old? If your inner child is off or unhappy, imagine carrying a three-year-old through life that's unhappy. That's mm. also calling the shots. Mm. That's a 93% of you. If stuff keeps showing up in your life, there's a high probability your identity, your three-year-old, has programs on it that it's living out because they haven't been identified, resoluted, and then transformed and trans and uh, transmuted or flipped into the higher emotional part. Example, since we're talking about sorrow, well, okay. when I have sorrow active, my upgrade or my greatest weakness is my greatest strength. It's what the scripture says, not religion. When my greatest weakness is sorrow or grief, well, when I can love it, into my joy, I will transmute that pattern in seconds. And I'll show you how to do it. We'll do it while we're on here. Okay. Yeah. So you have sorrow and sadness at your throat. That's a three. When you hear a three stutter, this is where you check in. Sorrow and sadness and at your chest. And I'll text you this chart for free. Okay. You have fear in your chest, which is a four. When you hear a four stutter, and, 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 or hey, 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 today was a great day. That is a four stutter. Mm. Okay. And then you have another three, which is at your solar plexus. You've got another four, which is fear. Now, here's the thing, too. You remember you heard me say this. I've been 250 three different times. Well, I used to eat a lot because I thought I was hungry. Here's the kicker with fear. If you're hungry and you know you're not hungry, meaning you already ate and it's yep. not reasonable for you to be hungry, that's how fear presents itself. Exactly. And unless you understand that and understand what to do with that information, you start eating or doing whatever, but you're really just masking an emotional situation with a physical thing that's never going to work. Depressing that's why boring. this is so important. Wow. Okay? This is genius. And fear is a big deal. Like, think about it. We're marketed to every day by fear. News, media, stories, everything is calculated around human beings living in fear because we're easier to Education. control that So let's talk about fear, okay? And let's just go through and I'm going to show you how Abra works, okay? So yeah. Abra is my product that I created that I use for this, okay? So when you get this, you'll have that. You can use it, save it, look at it. Every time you talk to me, Brian, I got something going on. I say, great, where's it at? Every time. So you can pull up your chart and say, okay, I've got it in my throat or my, my solar plexus. Okay, great. When did this happen? Two days ago. Okay, great. Who or what happened two days ago that gave you sorrow or grief? Oh, I had an experience with my partner, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Now we're just going to resolve it. Okay. Okay. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but tell me if I do. But okay. what does that resolve look like when you're dealing with an emotion? Sure. We'll do it right now. So you can see it. It's palpable. The main, we're going to do fear. Okay. okay, we're going to use fear. I'm going to take you through my simple system. I'll explain to you what it is, but just right. know Sounds fear good. is probably one of the most prevalent ones. And if you can control fear, can we, yeah, fear doesn't, fear is, God hasn't made a spirit of fear, only power, love, and a sound mind. And if you're in fear, 
you're opting out of 93% of your functionality because once you go into fear wow. of fight or flight or survival, you're no longer in operating capacity of your being. Okay. Wow. Because you can't be in faith and fear at the same time. Scripture says, choose this day whom you shall serve fear or faith. Mm. Faith, please. Okay. So here we go. So here's what happens. Okay. We're going to do a fear one. So let's say I'm talking to someone right now and I hear a four stutter from me or someone else. There is no someone else. Pay attention when you hear that. That's code for you. Okay. So when I hear a four, yeah, you're going to scan yourself. Okay. Where does fear show up? Well, let's check out my little chart. Fear shows up right here in my chest and then in my stomach like I'm hungry, even though I'm not. Mm. Okay, so let's say I feel it on my chest, which is where most people are going to feel it. Make you feel both of them too. So here's Abra. Okay, Abra could have a poof magic. Abra is my my formula that I create to help remember this, so you can process stuff in seconds, really. Because really, once I help you understand this part and give you the linguistics behind it, you can resolve an issue in seconds. Really, it doesn't take long. It just takes you having the tools and the skill set to be able to do it, which is Absolutely. coachable and teachable, right? And it's fast, right? So here we go. So Abra, first one is awareness. A, B is breathe. R and R, release, realign. Last A, appreciate. This is the framework. So awareness. Okay, what am I noticing? All right, I notice I'm breathing from my chest. Now, how you might say, how could I tell if I'm functioning in fear? Very simple. Check in with yourself hourly, maybe even more than that, depending upon how much you need to tweak. I do mine every 15 minutes. If yeah. I'm breathing from my chest, that means I'm in fight or flight or freeze or survival or yep. fear. Okay. That's the first indicator. Very easy to do. Very easy not to do. Okay. So if you're breathing from your chest, that means this will apply to you. Okay. So chest breathing awareness. Okay. Where am I tight? Okay. I heard a four stutter. Also I have tightness in my chest and I'm making this up. Okay. So, okay. I know there's fear active Four stutter. That's a for sure. The tightness on your chest is a double validation. Okay. Mm. When you hear a stutter, just test it for yourself. I've never had it not work. And here's something crazy. One day I was in class with my yoga teacher and she's Chinese. One of her and her friends were talking and she started stuttering. Bam, 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 bam. I'm like, one, two, three, four, four. I call my coach. Hey coach. Um, does the stutter thing apply to cross linguistics, like other languages? Yes. Wow. So this is just this is just a universal language. Conscious language. Conscious language. Operating. Yeah. Conscious operating systems is what we're talking about. Oh, conscious. Okay. I like that sound. Yep. Okay. So, so let's so we got awareness. Okay, we went through that. Breathing, yep. third of four, checked in with myself. I'm aware. Okay. B, where am I breathing from? We talked about that. Two R's, release and realign. The scriptures that I'm using to make this transformation is simple. Perfect love, cast it out fear. That'll make it, it'll make it more sense in a second. Our greatest weakness is our greatest strength. Or let the weak man or weak woman say I'm strong. Okay. This is the code. Not Brian Johnson's theory or opinion. Test it for yourself. Okay. So when I notice that, I'm going to say I give myself permission to feel my fear or my sorrow, or my grief, or my feelings. As a high-performing entrepreneur, business owner, the 
permission part is huge. Yeah. I give myself man. permission all the time. I give myself permission to forgive myself. I give myself permission to recommit to my health, to my wellness, to my relationship, to my business, to mastering the basics, whatever it is, I'm giving myself the verbal commands. So I hear myself and my head says, yes, did you see it? That's yeah. code. Watch hmm. this. There's so many times when people are talking and their head's doing this the whole time. Does that mean they're lying? Maybe. Does it mean some more questions might be a good idea if I'm choosing to have a relationship with this person? Yes, 100%. Okay. And watch this. Watch how often you see like Brad Pitt gets paid millions of dollars for movies. This the whole time when they should be doing this. That's a very important indicator. If you catch nothing, catch that. Mm. Find out how many people are full of shit real quick. Yeah. Maybe not because they're intentionally meaning to do so. Just maybe they'll start far off their rocker. They don't know. Consider that. Okay. Be compassionate, which is something I'm really working on. Yeah. <laughs> I got you, man. Yeah. So right now, right now we're on the we're on the release process. So now we're going to release. I'm giving you the, the laws so you understand the application. So here's what I say. I give myself permission to feel my fear and it's okay. The okay is important. That pulls the charge off. Okay. So your body stops responding to it. Oh. Next piece is this. I choose to love my fear into my courage and my faith. And that's it. You might even say I give myself permission to move forward with grace, peace, and ease. Totally possible. But here's the next piece of that. And this is really important because if you're choosing to nail it the first time, you get to feel it. Okay? Mm. In order to heal it, you get you to feel, feel it. it. Yeah. Okay? An emotion literally takes 90 seconds to play full out chemically. Problem is we shut them down because we don't want to feel them. And as those chemicals stay functioning in our system, over time, it becomes a personality or an identity and an attitude because it never got played out. Ah, just constantly playing on a loop, in other words. What happens is your body is very intelligent. So your body says, oh, I noticed that we're having a lot of this fear chemical floating around. I'm just going to go ahead and help you out. I'm going to start creating this naturally, even though you're not thinking about it. So therefore, now we have a further perpetuating system. Mm. This is why being able to have tools to break the pattern and to get clear when you are in a story or get clear on what your body is telling you, it's priceless. It really is priceless. Yeah. Being able to take control of your feelings in seconds, make a shift, and then have validation that what you did just worked, priceless. Especially when you're talking about an entrepreneur and a business owner who can't really afford to be in the weeds much. You need to be able to have your head on straight. You need to be able to make sure you're in alignment. You need to make sure that your vibration is creating more awesomeness in your life versus the alternative. But unless you understand when you have some up, you have no control over it. And I'm here to tell you, you have 100% control over it when you understand what to pay attention to. Okay? So let's go back through this real quick. So just check in with yourself. Adrian, do you have any tightness in your chest or your stomach? My chest, actually. Like yeah, right perfect. Here. All right, let's test this out. So leave your hand back there where you had it. So for those of you watching the video, notice this 
his hand is not right on his sternum. It's off towards his heart. Different piece of information. We'll test both of them. It could be fear of love, but it could also be fear or resisted love. So when someone starts having heart issues, strokes, heart stuff, that's resisted love. It might need something like I give myself permission to love with all my heart. Yeah, the mm. dog just shit on itself. It's what it stinks in here. <laughs> hey, uh, so here yeah, we go. That's some, that's some information right there, yo. That's code, right? <laughs> so understand where, and you understand this too, your body's a genius. I mean, it really is a genius. It's created by the genius himself, the one and only. So understand that your body is constantly talking to you. Even, I mean, even if he would have put his hand right in the center, which is fear, but the fact that it was over just a little bit, he didn't think about making that adjustment. His body just did it because his body knows I understand how to help him. Mm. So when you start understanding these tools for yourself, watch what happens. People are going to get around you. They're going to start stuttering and scratching. And like, man, they're not going to know this, but I know. You mm. never want to make sure because you can learn a lot of really fundamentally powerful tools really fast. And this is stuff I can teach you. But understand this. You always got to make sure you ask for permission before you ask any questions because mm. with body language you're getting straight to the issue and if you don't have any rapport or permission you can put someone in a very uncomfortable situation who didn't know they're about to start crying okay uh, so that of safety is huge security 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 is safe no matter what safe is safe Ooh. okay oh big difference right i am secure and what I think and what I feel and who I be. That's a good statement. Okay. So back to the fear thing really quick. Yeah. Yeah. I give myself permission to feel my fear and it's okay. That's the first part. We're just letting it be okay. Second part, release and realign. I choose to love my fear, realign into my courage and my faith. That's the opposite. Ah. Now you get it. My greatest weakness is my greatest strength. So let's say sorrow or grief. The opposite is my joy. Anger, my forgiveness, me reclaiming my authority. Okay. And I go through all this in my Abra product. You can dive into more. It's really only about an hour and a half of content. And it's powerful. It's chopped up into little videos so you can go watch the fear one. The sorrow one. And really, here's the thing. Once you have this piece in your brain, meaning where it shows up at, then all you need is the linguistics, the conscious language to reshape it. Does that make sense? Yes. That's um. the big deal. Because the thing is this, speak it, uh, ask, seek, and find is another good one. But understand when you're speaking it, you're able to hear yourself. But you're also able to feel how your body responds to confirm or not confirm that you're in agreement or in alignment. Okay. Mm. Because here's the thing. Let's go through this right quick, Adrian. So just use this. I give myself permission to feel my... Well, let me ask you this first. Does fear of love resonate with you? It really, really does. It does. Okay. It's something I personally been kind of um, not entertaining the idea of a relationship because of... Okay. Yeah, a fear. Yeah. How young are you right now? 25. Oh, but when I was your age, I almost cost me my life. Like matter of fact, a lot of the reason why I was here was because I had a relationship when I was 20 that went south and you know, I was head over heels in love with this human. 
Yeah, same. Yeah, my I I thought I actually lost ninety one pounds, and all the weight happened after a an entire breakup and all of that. So that has been a real life thing for me. So when you said it, that's why like I was like, huh, it's a really accurate. You ready to resolve it? Yeah, absolutely. Ready? Here you go. Y'all guys are gonna see this live. This is amazing. Yeah. yeah no, now watch this too. When you just lie, he goes, "Yeah, absolutely." <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. you are good if it more is caught than taught okay so needing to understand and i'm not judging him do you feel i was making you wrong at all when i brought that out no no i feel That's like important. you need to feel secure because people talk to me about crazy stuff all the time and it's just because they feel secure because i create those type of containers because of my own work and what i do right mm-hmm. and this is all stuff that's coachable and teachable and just and what I do is not for the faint. I mean, it's people come to me are committed to self mastery. That's it. That's why I don't work with a lot of people. I have groups and stuff for people, but if it comes for one-on-one time, you're talking like 0.01% of people will come to me for what I do. And what I do is take what I understand how to do and put it into their ways of learning and put it into their lifestyle with the integration pieces and the tools and the frameworks. Uh, and sometimes that's nutrient, a, a lot of everything. Yeah. AM routines, uh, emotional tools, food, whatever, just a lot of hats, but that's what happens. So let's go through this. So before we start into it, those of you watching the video and catching the replay, if you can go back and rewind this, watch where he placed his hand, go back and watch as soon as I asked him that how his head said no. So that just means he doesn't feel secure enough yet. So let's work on that piece first. So check it out. So I give myself permission to feel my feelings and it's okay. Go. I give myself permission to feel my feelings and it's okay. Okay, good. Now I see his head moving this way. He wasn't meaning to do uh, that. I didn't even catch that. That's right. The head's going to tell you a lot. Just check this out. When you're a ninja and you're telling yourself stuff, there's going to be times when you're going to want it to be yes or desire for it to be yes. And your yes is going to do this. Boom. Right at the end. Ah, right so you nod end. and then at the end a little shake. Right, because look. Your inner ninja is like, I'm staying in control. I don't want to feel uncomfortable. That's what it's there for. Yeah. Okay. So feeling really secure and lovingly honest and authentic with yourself is important. That's why working with someone who has the eyeballs and the ears to hear can give you legitimate feedback and save fuck priceless amount of time and energy and information of wasting your time, not getting anywhere. That's huge. And most people don't even know these things are active. That's the problem. Okay. So here we go. So I give myself, okay. His body says, yes. So I give myself permission to feel my fear about love and it's okay. I give myself permission to feel my fear about love and it's okay. Okay, great. Now, was there another partner involved in it? Relationship? Uh, she's not, she's not in my life currently, okay, but yes. That's okay. So check it out. And I, we're not going to have to get into anything. I'm just going to, yeah. we're going to shift it. So pay attention. Bring your former partner to your mind. Okay. Scan your body. You got any tightness in your throat? All right. How about solar plexus or chest or both? Not really in my chest. It's more in my throat. I can feel okay. it more in my throat. Your solar plexus? Just yes or no. Trust yourself. Yes. 
Yes, it makes yeah. sense. How about in your back? Upper back, lower back, anywhere? Upper back. Left or right? Left. Okay. So here's what we have so far. Going off the sheet. Okay. Going off. So going off the sheet that he's been showing. Okay. Yep. Going off the sheet in which you can fully do this yourself. So we have throat, sorrow, sadness, grief. I have found if you stick with sorrow or sadness, that's going to be the best. Okay. Grief is going to be solar plexus. It still is a three. Okay. Understand if it's stutter pattern, it happens. You're either going to be tight in here or in your solar plexus or both. Grief usually goes best here, but you can test it for yourself. And then we have anger, which is what we're talking about too, is back. Anytime you got back stuff, that's anger. Now, depending mm -hmm. upon what side it shows up, that's going to be indicative of what or who it's about. Left side could be burdened about his former partner. Anger could also be burdened about receiving financially, emotionally, spiritually, sexually. Any of the receiving departments can also be in there. And anytime we're out of love, we're out of receiving. Oh. Period. Anytime we're out of love or out of faith and not having fun, you're not in a position, you're not in a container that's going to help you receive. Okay. Um, that's why that's so important. Like forgiveness isn't for someone else. It's for you and yeah. me. Okay. So remember that. So, all right. So here we go. So we're going to work on once we, and here's the thing, this is back to what I talked about earlier. Once we find the original one, the secondary one's going to go. Okay, in my opinion, the experience, I believe the first one's going to be sorrow or grief and the anger should go. We'll test that this. one felt the most um, intense too yeah. when I tuned into it. Like I could feel it more. All right, let's do it. So I give myself permission to feel my sorrow about my relationship with you, whatever her name is, and it's okay. I give myself, again, I give myself permission to feel the sorrow about my relationship with my ex-partner. And it's great. okay. Yep, great. Now I'm going to give you a couple pieces of nuances. The sorrow, my sorrow. Language codes. This is how fast your inner little... I've talked about this too. Yeah, your inner genius is going to try to inner genius your outer inner genius out. And the language is how it happens. So mm. when someone says the money or my money, big difference. The family my family when i say my it connects me to my emotions so i can feel it but when i have a v or a separator it's a separator so what do which one do we use during these my. i'll my. show you so here we go so I, and here's the thing test this out too test ex-partner and test former partner just say it out loud say ex-partner ex-partner and then former former what do you notice the difference Former feels a lot more easy. Yeah. Like it just feels easier in my body when I say that. Yes, 100%. Now, why is that important? Well, law of attraction. Life doesn't give us what we want. Life gives us who we are being. So if you're using vibrations or words that elevate who you're being, you're going to change your frequency. But if I'm using words like ex-partner, ex-wife, ex-boss, that has a charge on it for me. But if I can say, well, my former, oh, okay, my body stays up. I don't have yeah. any shift. I don't have any posture change, which tells me I'm still maintaining my vibe. 
Yeah, it's like a whole different energy, I feel. Yeah. And escalating it. And that's the key. That's why language is such a big deal, because literally with one or two words change, you can drastically shift the trajectory of your experience by changing who you're being. Okay. Mm. Look, our cells eavesdrop on our thoughts. Yeah. Okay? I forgot who says so, that, but that's whatever, a- whatever you're talking about or hearing, it 100% makes a difference. So think about this. Um, here's another one. The scripture says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. What does that mean? Well, if I say I want, I'm agreeing with not having it. Okay. I choose. Matter of fact, did you hear how louder I got? I didn't mean to do that. Okay. The volume is indication that my body's like, okay. And I also, when I say I want, I feel my chest right here go too. Because that's agreeing with not having. What shows up right here? uh fear right oh gr- yeah fear okay so when i want agreeing with not having fear of lack fear of not having and the body is going to respond accordingly confirming that but once i shift from i want to i choose i feel my body open back up again this is how uh. fast you can tell whether what you're speaking or saying is empowering you or disempowering you Mm, just pay attention to your body. Okay. So here we go. So let's clean it up. So I give myself permission to feel my, my okay. I about give my, my relationship with you, whatever her name is. With my, okay. With my, do I say former partner or? Yeah, well, just, okay. just put her name in there. Okay. You, all right. All right. Yeah. Why not? Okay. Yeah, so, um, okay. I give, give myself, I give myself permission to feel my sorrow about my relationship with Helica. Nice. And it's okay. And it's okay. That okay is important. Remember that. And just, there's not a lot when you start using these linguistics or these conscious commands, there's not a lot. And it's very important for the syntax, the order and the word for you to get the outcome needs to be precise. And you'll know because when you start going through the appreciation part or checking back in, if it's still there, that means we didn't nail it. We didn't get mm. the wording right. Okay. So let's work on it. So here we go. So often when people have that first one, I give myself permission to feel my sorrow about my relationship with you, blah, blah, blah. And it's okay. A lot of times people with butts and bodies will actually relax just off that. My body did big time. Because here's the thing. Remember, our three-year-old, a lot of times we have been instructed to not feel our feelings. It's not good. You don't want to do that. That's what you don't cry. That's what you need to do. I I cry more now than I ever have in my life. It just happens. There's no stopping it. I'm like, well, I'm going to cry for a minute. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) All the time. I was like, there's no stopping it. I just let it go. Here we go, guys. (laughs) So understanding that the word part is one of the best things you could give yourself but also your family. Because when I started using new words, my family looked at me like I was an idiot. But as I continued doing it, they started adopting the same things. Because look, I'm the one who's raising the vibe of my entire house and wherever I'm at. Ah. Okay, So that's your job as a conscious human being committed to thriving and self-mastery. This is the only way to get there is by linguistics and body language. Yeah, there's other things, but guess what? If you don't start changing what you're saying, you're not going to change what you're seeing, period. Got to change it. You get to, okay?
Okay. Notice I said got to and then shifted to get to. Get to. Yeah, I heard that. I saw that. That's a big difference. Okay. I get to do something, even if I don't want to do it, is all the more reason why I get to do it. It's ah, for me. Okay. I like that a lot. Yeah, it works great. So here we go. So let's do this part. So I choose to let's get back in state. Think about your former partner. Mm -hmm. I choose to love my sorrow into my joy. I choose to love my sorrow into my joy. I give myself permission to forgive you, whatever her name is. I give myself permission to forgive you, Helica. And I give myself permission to forgive myself. And I give myself permission to forgive myself. Okay, you had a good head nod on that one too. A lot of times people's subconscious or their ego's like, no, I'm not gonna do that. No, I felt like a like um, I don't know, just like a boil up in my throat, kind of like a release. Yes, like I was like, I like kind of like I wanted to cry, <laughs> you know, yeah. like that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. So, so just remember this too. When someone says, I don't know, it's okay. The word becomes flesh, it's a hundred percent literal. So when someone says, I don't know, the subconscious says, Okay going back to sleep mm, so yeah. an upgrade is i still say i don't know you'll hear me say it and behind it i will say i choose to know or i give myself permission to know or what if i did know or who do i know that does know all those are examples of what i like to call hurdle jumpers because when someone says i don't know watch how fast this happens someone will say i don't know and then they start talking it sounds like they know all of it but they just said i don't know so they went unconscious and then rattle off a whole bunch of stuff that sounded like the truth, but they're unconscious about it. Okay. It happens a lot. I don't know. Cancel. I choose to know, or I give myself permission to know. That's a big one. Okay. And look, <laughs> it takes a little time. I have a lot of nerd hours invested in this stuff. I was about to say, I can tell you got a lot of repetition, a lot of time in this thing. A lot of stuff. Because look, when I'm working with people, when I first started coming across these tools and understanding how powerful they were, I would hear a stutter and have a language piece or something pop up. I'm like, all right, pause, stop, don't say anything else. Get my books out, go look, go look, go look, go look. Find all this information and then start to put it into practice. What I'm giving you is a condensed version of how to do it effectively with a format and a system I like the word system. Save yourself time, energy, and money. It's a James Malinchak. That's not mine. Oh, that's nice. That's, a good one. You, that's James Malinchak, back 2014. That's who actually helped us start doing our book. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. So, so, so far, here's what we've done. I brought in the forgiveness piece because anytime you're dealing with other people, I think that's a great place to start. Yeah. Now, here's nice. how we can tell if what we did just worked. Think about your former partner. Scan the parts where you had tightness in your chest and your uh, solar plexus and your throat and your back. My throat feels freer for sure. I'm breathing a lot deeper. Yep. Wow. No, I like I, I my um, my back. I don't feel that, but I'm breathing a lot deeper. And without trying to force my, like a diaphragm breathing. You're breathing you. There's times doing this kind of work where I've had God take a mouthful of air and just shove it down my face and my stomach goes. <laughs> it's like, I didn't do that. That was not me. Okay. And that's your spirit communicating to you. Spirit breathing you. And there's times where that will happen. It's just, uh, and not even, it's just. It happens when I'm 
doing upgrades for myself or other people, that's a lot of times where you're experiencing something like that, making new choices. And just remember this, it's not about being wrong. It's about making higher choices. So the big challenge with today is like, in order to operate from grace, we get to hop out of the right or wrong piece and get into the letting everything be neutral. Okay. But then getting clear, like, what's my highest choice? That's a good way to think about it. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah. That way you're not judging it because look, seek and you shall find if you're putting your energy towards something good, bad, or indifferent, you're creating that and applying, qualifying it to show up in your life just by your attention. Even if you don't want it, the fact that you don't want it and have feeling behind it, you're going to get it. So being able to clean off those feelings so that you're not putting out a vibe towards that thing that you don't want Mm. is important. Even when you don't want something, but you're feeling it, you're still going to pull that in because of that feeling. Yep. Um, Love it. Love it. And you shall find. That's important. So now here's what we know. We know that we went through this piece. We identify what was active by where it shows up physically on the body. The back was a secondary of stuff going on in the throat. So Which once we dissolve this, once we dissolve this, this one went away. Okay. Now here's another level of application. You can pull up any person in your life, any experience in your life, and you can get clear in seconds because once you pull it, let's say you're pulling up dad, because a lot of times when I'm working with people, there's always mom and dad stuff going on, just part of life, right? It's how we grow and while we're here. So let's say we pull up dad, pull up dad, and we can scan. And Super. within seconds, your body's going to tell you if you got something attached to it that needs to be cleaned up. Once that happens, if it needs to be cleaned up, then we just go and pull up the experience and do the work on it and resolve it and shift it. Mm. Release all the anchors, and now you can shift into your new identity. But if you got old anchors holding you back to the past, Got to clean those up. Makes sense? Yeah, makes perfect sense. So we went through, A, the awareness. Went through the breathe part. Release and realign. I love my sorrow into my joy. Last A is appreciate, which we did. And we'll talk about it real quick so we can finish off the formula piece so you understand how to use it. And like I said, I had this in a digital product and a whole body. I was about to say, I was about to get clear on where we can get that. because Yeah, I'll put a link in in our thing. And here's the thing, too. I've got a series, my body language series is profound. When you get your Abra series, I've given you an opportunity to get it for 50% off while you're at point of enrollment. So it's a thousand dollar program. So if you like this information and you want to dive in, it's a legitimate four hours of hardcore information on foot patterns, toes, how to create better rapport, connection, influence, stutters. It's a lot. Okay. All right, guys. So that link's going to be in the show notes, just so y'all know. And also, too, you and I will do a free call on these thousand dollar value. That way I can help you clean some stuff up and or yeah. help you get clear on what you need to do. Um, I like to communicate with my members so that way I can help them out and help them get clear on what's up. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. I, would, I, I really appreciate that. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's, it's the most valuable information I've ever come across. And from someone who's been doing this for 38 years, take that for whatever it's worth. Absolutely. It's the only thing I use. Well, that's the only thing, but it's the, only, it's the one thing I use. 100% of the time. Nutrition and stuff will come in there, but you need to have yeah, emotional understanding makes first. makes so much sense as to why it works too, because it's not idea. It's not ideology. It's not, you know, your philosophy. It's based off of the way that things actually work. 
which is, you know, and at the end of the day, I, as an entrepreneur, especially efficiency, um, I mean, you know, something being effective and working repeatedly is something that we definitely value. So. Yeah. And I got some awesome testimonies of people like us here. Real quick, let, let me tell you this. What's the most wildest story you've gotten from a client, if you don't mind sharing? Man, I've had so many of them, but here's what the first one. Uh, I've had clients that one of them who came off five medications she was on for 30 years and three months. Mm. Um, one, but I've also had students did I teach this information? Because I work with a lot of coaches and chiropractors and doctors and stuff. Teach them. Okay. Stuff. To teach them how to. Okay. So, and I used to teach this stuff to Keller Williams headquarters here in Austin, Texas, to the real estate schools in Austin. So there's a lot of information. Like you can use this for sales. You can use it for being a better mom and dad. And I'll tell you uh, on our notes real quick, write down dinner table, write down dinner table. And that'll be a jogger. I'm going to tell you two stories when I finish this up real quick. Okay. So next one I've seen is my, my client, David, one of my students and good brothers, he had a lady who has done everything in her life to fix this thing she had going on. She was scheduled literally on the books for surgery. The doctors, they just want to cut you and do whatever. They don't have any understanding. It's emotional stuff. So once David understood the skill sets, he got on a call with his client. They solved the problem and she no longer had to go to any surgeries. Profound, right? Damn. So here's another layer to that. Okay, two things. First one is, remember when I said the word becomes flesh? Mm -hmm. Here's an example of apathy, okay? So one morning I was at the gym at 5 a.m. and I just did not want to be there. And I'm bitching and moaning while I'm doing the elliptical. Ah, it sucks. I don't want to be here. And I was feeling it, okay? While this is going on, my nose is running off my face. I've done a lot of drugs in my past. I broke my nose in my past multiple times. Never have I had a nose run like this, ever. Okay? So I'm doing my cardio. Wow. Oh, why is my nose running like this? What in the hell is going on? And finally, I'm like, dude, what is the deal? And finally, I'm like, okay, I got it. I was not saying I can't. This is too hard in those words. I was definitely feeling that. And I was having language around that. Most important, I was feeling that. And I was yeah, most important. Feeling it big time. Okay. Understand when someone has lymphatic issues, allergies, snot, lymphatic, Hodgkin's lymphatic, whatever you want to put the terminology about, that, my friends, is the belief system of I can't, this is too hard, that never gets checked. Wow. Okay. So if you have problems in the lymphatic system, there is a belief of say it again. I can't. This is too hard. That's exactly what happens. Okay, this is important because I'm giving you elite level information. Okay, when you understand that, when you understand that the emotions is really where all this stuff stems, and there's an experience and a word pattern that creates the crystallized experience in your vehicle that is expressing. This is what you get to pay attention to. Okay. So when I, when I was doing my elliptical, just bitching and moaning and complaining, my nose running off my face, as soon as I became conscious of why, I didn't even say it. I just had the thought. And I said, I choose to make this fun and easy. And my thought, no stop running instantaneously. Like a switch. Wow. Body straightened up, posture changed, physiology changed on the spot. I choose to make this fun and easy. What happened? 
Let's talk about it. Two is not on here. Apathy is a two. You'll hear a lot of twos. And, and, hey, hey, uh-uh. That's You'll hear you a lot of them. Yeah, that's where you caught me when we first met. You will hear a lot of them. Now, look, most people in our bracket are never going to say, I can't, this is too hard. It's not, our, it's not our vocabulary. But that does not mean that our body emotionally is not feeling that. So the most valuable tool that I've given people and over the years I've asked clients, like, hey, what was the most valuable tool I ever shared with you? It's that I choose to make this fun and easy. Because, look, whenever you feel mm. your butt pucker up or life happens, I choose to make this fun and easy will directly change your state. Directly change your state. Even if you just walk away with nothing and you use, I choose to make this fun and easy five, 10 times a day, verbally, and you feel it, you let me know what you notice. <laughs> that actually worked at the event too. Once you told me that, I immediately got easy after I repeated it to myself a couple it of times. It works every time. The key is using it. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. You can have the best tools in the world, but if you don't know that you have them and to use them, it's pointless. And that's why I love these tools so much because they're very easy. It doesn't take a long time to rec to remember this chart. Then you just need to understand the wording and how you shift it. But once you understand the basics, anybody can do it. That chose to do and it. all of that. I, I and I'm assuming all of that we can learn inside of your course that okay wonderful I've got three different oh i've got more than that but i've got three in this line of information my wow. average series my body language series and i've got another emotional breakthrough series which goes through all the linguistics mm. all the words of self-sabotage all the words of self-empowerment and all that stuff so yeah i got lots of ways to help you out plus i've got something called my 30-day challenge which is where i teach high performers in 30 days over zoom calls on monday night fasting, blood sugar, body fat, emotional tools, AM and PM routines, um, body language, getting into spiritual tools and getting into tools that I use to uncover stuff, a lot of stuff. So that's available for you too. That's probably one of my more popular ones because it kind of gives people a taste of yeah. what I do. And generally they come into my veterans group, which is year round uh, or my one-on-one uh, -on -one stuff, but generally my 30 day challenge is a great place to start. So here's the second story of this. And dude, this one's even more profound than that one. So my military coach, we're in class one day. My military coach is standing up in front of class and we're all out where you're at. There's a lady sitting next to him in a chair. He looks over and says, hey, lady, how old are you? She goes, I'm not going to tell you. Real snooty. He says, perfect, get up. She gets up, goes on the other side. Other side. Two foot over, maybe. Sits in the chair. Coach asks her, hey, lady, how old are you? Her body goes, boom. Her eyes get real big. And she goes, I feel like I have to tell you. She was totally unaware that her body was like a poker. Like she literally just entered a room with a captain or a sergeant or someone who was way higher than her and immediately got terrified is what I saw expressed. What just happened? Yeah. What just happened? It's a great question. That's a billion dollar, maybe even a trillion dollar question. Here's what happened. I'm going to give you an example. It's fucking nuts, okay? Let me just explain to you the basics. So number one, I don't like the word control, but if you're ever choosing to influence a situation or person, you need to make sure this person's on your right. When that person's on your right, you're running the show. And I'll give you an example so you understand it energetically okay. you're in your masculine you're authoritative like right now i'm talking to you my right side of my body is closer to you which this is my educating position okay mm. 
Hmm. Now, when I choose to break questions off, I might switch my feet up to where my left side is. And I might say, okay, what questions do you have? Now, look, pay attention to how you feel. Okay, I'm here first. When I do this example, like I was invited out to go speak at a 10,000 square foot mastermind here in Austin where people pay 30,000 bucks a piece. Twice I've done this to go and teach on body language. This is crazy. Check this out. So I'll bring someone up from, this, from the crowd and I'll bring them up and we'll do the little handshake thing. Okay. So right now, Adrian, put your right side of your body closer to me. Okay. Now pay attention to everything. I, I can already feel that. When I have them do the little the handshake drill, I should have done this with you when we were at IMP. We're next, <laughs> next time, next time. So when someone's doing the handshake thing and they're both right on right, okay, they're handshaking. It's interesting because two people right on right are both doing. This is my action authoritative masculine side. Someone could say alpha if you chose. The words can be pretty interchangeable. No, this is my dominant side. It doesn't mean that one's better than the other. They have different purposes and functionalities. The key is understanding when to best use them to create rapport, connection, and influence. And I teach all this stuff in my series. So understanding when both people are shaking hands, I will feel a lot of heat in my hands and on my back because the energy is not flowing. It's stuck right there where we're both doing. Okay. Even mm. in, think about this. When you think about um, homosexual relationships, one's the male, one's the female. Can't have two men, can't have two females. One of them has to pursue the other role to make it a match or to make that circle of completeness, if you will. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, what happens is, is when I'm shaking this person's hand, as soon as I switch my feet up with their hand still in my hand, all the energy opens up and goes directly through us. Now, here's an example. Wow. Have you ever had an experience where you went to meet someone or shake their hand and you could tell they were triggered? or they had an issue with you or something they felt uncomfortable or whatever, you better have to have that at some point in time. Pay attention. When you're going to shake their hand and you see that visual trigger, switch your feet up. That's mm -hmm. going to give them the right of way. It's going to allow you to be on the receiving end. And then all wow. I'll do is switch my feet back up. That makes sense with the, with the way the body moves mm -hmm. energetically. Yep. Okay. Now check this out. This is crazy. So at my dinner table with this tool we're talking about right here, just very simple, knowing the, the value of right side versus left and how to apply it so you can create better relationships and ultimately connection and influence because life is relationships. It's always marketing. If you understand how to help someone feel better with you, okay, there's a deal. So my daughter, when I, in the past, I would sit on the left side of the table where my daughter is now 15 would sit over here, which means I was off to her right. Okay? okay. So I'm on my left, which means I'm in my feminine or my receiving. Like if I'm really interested in hearing someone or connecting with someone, I'll make sure my left side's closer so I can hear in my left ear. If I'm talking to them and I'm looking to connect and I'm on my right ear, I'm going to have a hard time being patient and at peace because I'm thinking about solving problems in my action side of my ah, body. Yeah. Okay? Very important nuance. So what happened was our dinner table conversations when I was on the left and my daughter was to my left, most of them were crap. I had nothing to compare it to. I just thought, well, that's our dinner table. Somehow, some way, one day we came home after getting some fast food and I sit on the other side of the table. 
just by fluke. My daughter's to my right. Okay. We're eating. Everyone's getting along authentically and generally having a good time. So I stop what I'm doing. I take a deep breath. I'm like, all right, what's up? I was just having this conversation with myself. I wasn't saying it anymore. I just took a deep breath, stopped chewing from him. Okay, what's the deal? I'm like, dude, come on, you know this, man. Sure enough, as soon as I consciously figured it out, and within a second, once I stopped, I'm like, you already know this. As soon as I got on that side, everything straightened out. Think about it. I was no longer subordinate to a 13-year-old at this point in time. Dad, imagine a youngster having control of that type of power over parents. It's an ego thing. Okay? They don't know that. I do. But as soon as I got on the other side, now she's off to my right, which means I'm energetically running the show, not her. And that balanced everything out in a split second. Literally just by switching your positioning. 100%. 100%. Yes. Wow. It, it, God dang. It really is profound with that because here's the thing too. And I go through this in my body language series. When I was with my Kurt, maybe you might've seen Kurt, my buddy who helped me with the social media a lot in my past. We were building one of our brands. Kurt, we were at a dinner table with about five high level entrepreneurs that he works with. And we're sitting at the dinner table. I don't know any of these people. Okay. But I just got out of body language class and was learning some new tricks. I'm like, well, just test it out, right? So we're sitting at a table. Everyone's at a dinner table. And I literally went through each person. And I literally created rapport with the first person. Mirroring and matching their breathing. Matching their hand positions. In about a minute, I got to the point where they would follow me. And I went through all five of them. And here's the interesting part. Not a single one of them was conscious of what I was doing. Not a single one of them was conscious about what I was doing. They were interacting amongst themselves. And little did they know, I had already hacked into their experience, created rapport with them. And now their body's modeling me. That's scary. At the same time, it's effective at being able to create relationships with people. Yeah, I was about to say, I see the value in that. Oh, dude, it's the most priceless stuff I've ever experienced. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, Brian, I feel like we can talk all day, man. But unfortunately, I do have to put a cap to this. Sure. But I want to know, wait, real quick, did we ever go through the appreciate part? No, let's talk about it real fast. Yeah, because I got five minutes. So, yeah, I got five minutes. Yeah. So the appreciation piece is huge because when you're talking about appreciation, I'm going to set this over timer appreciation is just going through a verbal state of gratitude when you go through the cycle the whole purpose of the appreciation is oh i'm grateful for my new tools i'm grateful for my new relationship whatever it is feel it and as you're feeling it you're escalating or ascending your vibrational or your attitude your emotional well-being back up to enthusiasm enthusiasm is the name of the game entheos is god in you okay so when i can say i'm enthusiastic and enthusiastic about my life or my health, or my business, or my relationships, all of that, that's when you're in your zone of genius. Okay? So that's the appreciation piece. It's just going through a verbal state of gratitude to take your your emotions from sorrow or joy, wherever we were, back to enthusiasm. You're just escalating your vibe up more. That makes mm. sense? That makes perfect sense. Yeah. That makes yeah. perfect sense. Okay. All right. So I will, in the show notes, I'll give you my text 
text message is the best way to get a hold of me. Just use my text message line. Okay, so okay, so the best way to get a hold of him, guys, is gonna be a text message line. You're gonna see how to access that below in the show notes. Now, there are two questions that I ask uh, every I end every conversation with. So that first question is, and it can't be your own. What are one of the top one to two books you recommend based off of what we covered in today's conversation? Based off what we covered today. Mm-hmm just based off what I think would provide most value. Yes. It can be three titles if you need to, but top one to two, potentially three three. titles that come to mind. I got three. So these are two of my coaches books. One of them is called conscious language. I can leave you. I'll leave you a link. So you have it. Okay. The next one is his other book called my word made flesh. This is a, this book is profound, man. This is all body language and I'll give you a link for it too. All body language, essential oils in there, and the decrees, which is huge. Mm. Uh, and then these books. These are uh, the first time I came across these from my coach. I sh- got shocked when I picked this thing up twice. It's called the I Am Discourses. By far, some of the most potent spiritual teachings I've ever come across. You can get a uh, – there's a – I'll give you the audio, Adrian, so you can start listening. Audio Ooh, is free. Yes, I love that. Yeah, the audio is free. It's on Amazon. I'll give it to you as well. Just text me what we need and I'll send you the links for these. But okay. this book right here, there's a lot of these. There's maybe like 30 or 40. This is book 19. Um, I also, if you've ever seen some of my other videos, I have a baby book like this one that I carry around that's palm size. Okay. This is, is book 19 my, too? No, this is uh, I Am Adorations and Affirmations, volume five. Okay. Part one. This is has affirmations, decrees, I am statements, all that. So I'll throughout the day, when I'm walking or in between calls or whatever, I'll bust this out and read a phrase or I'm at the gym doing stuff in between, bust it out and read a phrase. I'm constantly lacing myself up with truth so that mm. it by far passes everything off. I have notes in here of stuff that I'm hardwiring, which we can talk about. Um, but this is a great tool for me because it gives me a way to get repetition, not vain repetition, Repetition with feeling, feeling, feeling. My body yes. is identifying and absorbing. And I'll give you this last little tool. There's an app I use called Think Up. Oh yeah, dude. I'm already yep. I've been it's using so it for a while, but God didn't explain it. That's where I take all my phrases that I come across that really move me. I'll put them in my voice in the app, and then I can put my own music, like house music, trance music, broke classical music, nature sounds, whatever. I put my own music in there and listen to my own songs. So I'm not getting laced up with all the shit that's out there today because music nowadays is terrible. Yeah, no, I got you, man. I noticed that too. The more I got into personal growth, the less and less I wanted to listen to the music I listened to growing up because like the energy, the sound would feel chaotic to my energy. It is awesome. Yeah, exactly. wonderful, beautiful. All right, now last question here. If you had 60 seconds left in the world and this was your last 60 seconds and you were giving your message to the world and this is the last thing you leave the world with what would that be it's easy for me my simple motto is if you don't make time for your wellness you will make time for your illness 